0: Welcome back to another episode of the Love One Podcast where you know we're not about the role playing, not so much the <laughs> rolling.
1: Yeah, man, I really botched not that. Not even for the last one, Sam. Not even for the last one. Wow. And you it's know, it's been up. a long time.
0: Get him a prompter. Yeah, give me a prompter. What's the budget of this show now, anyways? <laughs> oh, good lord. What is it? Dump.
2: <laughs> Gain sanity. That's the budget. That is the budget.
0: That has always been the budget,
1: just from the beginning. You know, and and I am I'm, I'm close to bankrupt. <laughs> my name is Sam, and I'm
0: yeah I'm playing Sam. This, oh. this oh. is a Q and A. To my right
3: we have uh, Will playing Will. What? what? But you may know me as Duncan Selmy, Duncan the Brave. Lone Tree, Ballad of the Small, Agent of Lady Mira, Champion of Gladine, Performer Emeritus, <laughs> and Lady Lashana's Raving We're Minstrels, giving him continue. <laughs> um, Orc Chief Tess of the Serpent's Back. Former. Um, former. former, formerly. Uh. Uh, for everything, all of this is formerly. Yeah. Because so. you dead. Yeah, because I'm dead. You must have listened to the finale. Exactly. And across from me, we have
2: Taylor, who, if you listen to the predecessor to the finale, <laughs> Also dead. Also dead. Fancy <laughs> that. In a that. Good in all good dead. Except
0: for Brim, right? Curse to life. <laughs> Just
2: a bunch of ghosts here. But yeah, hi, Taylor. Who's next to me? Uh,
1: it's me, Dane. I'm the one who did all of the killing, all of the cursing right. in
2: the last season. You know?
1: Murderer. Yeah. Just, you know, hanging on. Hanging yeah. on to that shred of sanity. Send your threats to also, Thawne, Dane. At... Who, who, spoiler alert. Also, <laughs> <bad>. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dang. I did. put also play did. Play. Play, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, shit. Um, so this is, like, hard because uh, th- th- this is the last episode of the Level 1 podcast. <gasps> this is the last episode. It lives so. in spirit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So before we get going, I'm sure you've heard this from the intro to, like, the last however many weeks of a podcast, but. Since Sam did the logo. since Since, yeah, since Sam did the. <laughs> <laughs> You're, hello- <laughs> yeah. Since um, real quick, Sam, can can you pull up the Twitter for me?
0: Yeah, since I, can. I don't I do have. have Let me the, tell you the, the
1: placeholder picture.
0: You ever seen an almond with udders That's what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, at Diceology Pod All right. on Twitter. I'll spell that out for you. At D I C E O L O G Y Pod on Twitter.
1: Yeah, so we're doing a new podcast. Woo-hoo! Um And uh, you should go follow us over on Twitter. Um, probably by the time you're hearing this, you could go subscribe um, on, uh, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et Stitcher, etc., etc. Um, Any podcasting tool that wherever, you
3: want. Wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever mm-hmm. fine
1: podcasts are provided for free. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um, so uh, you can go hear what... Uh, sam will taylor and i are doing next um to varying degrees and we may i may literally drop in here a promo for the show so are you looking for an actual play show that's a little different one that has all the adventure but more stories more games more fantastic cast members but is less of a time commitment then diceology is the show for you you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. We're an actual play anthology, so instead of a single ongoing story, we release one to two, three episode long arcs that tell a complete story set in a faraway solar system in the distant future. Since we're an anthology show, there's something for everyone. High flying adventure, we've got that. Heartfelt stories about the mystical, you're in the right place. Something a little creepy, check. Something to make you laugh, we have that in spades. So come on an adventure with us every Monday in our first anthology. 11 jump gates. Here's a sneak peek, and I hope you join us. Long ago, humans left Earth far behind them and spread out across the stars. They built an empire connected by faster-than-light jump gates that let them dominate the galaxy and far beyond. But that was then, and now, they're gone. And all that remains of that culture is the Runa system. A single solar system made of five habitable planets, three terraformed moons, a newly built space station, an asteroid field, and the ten faster-than-light jump gates that connect them all. The Runa system is a wild place, full of ruins flushed with unexplained mystical phenomena, quiet frontiers, remnants of wars fought long ago, and the beginnings of a new empire. But beyond all that, the Runa system is full of stories. Stories of wandering mystics, digital ghosts, cybernetically enhanced criminals for hire, ambitious imperials trying to move up the ranks, daredevil pilots, the heirs to old wealthy families and those just trying to make their way out on the frontier. Some things don't change. Love, curiosity, ambition, and the thrill adventure just to name a few. Welcome to 11 Jump Gates.
0: We're doing a soft reboot or hard reboot? Hard,
1: soft? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's Good kind of. Um, well, on the so we're we're ending level one and we're starting diceology for a couple reasons. One, um, I don't know if you've listened to the first episode, but I have, and um, while there's some very wonderful moments in there, it's, milk and eggs, milk and Tina. egg, tuna It's um, it's a journey. It's bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not great. And so you never get your first episode back. And you know what? Hilariously, I'm sure a year from now, a year into Diceology, we'll be like, man, that first Cringe, episode man. just sucked. But, <laughs> uh-huh. um, we want to build a bigger audience and you never get your first episode back. So we're going to be moving into Diceology, which is going to be a lot more episodic, easier to jump in on. Also, our lives are just a little different than when we started the show. Um, and Diceology will be a little more flexible for... Um, People schedules and what um, we all can do. Yeah, yeah. So graduate. I'm yeah. a college student. Yeah,
2: three of us are still college students. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: which makes scheduling a little bit chaotic. But with this, it should be a little bit easier for us to make sure we don't have episodes where, we're like, oh, you know, how do we how how do we make sure that we get an episode to you out on time? To
2: yeah. everyone's credit, with all the scheduling, et cetera, absences, anything, I think that we did a damn good job. Mm-hmm. But just for the sake of the podcast itself, I think that this was for sure the best move. Yeah. For sure. Also,
1: Diceology will be taking kind of a. It won't just be a. Like, just a regular campaign. It'll be a little different. Something maybe you haven't heard as frequently. So. Promo. And again, follow us at yeah. Diceology Pod on Twitter. Or subscribe. But enough talking about the new show. Let's talk about the old show.
2: About this baby. Yeah.
1: And do we want to start? I think we should start talking about just Return to Saren, just that season mm-hmm. first, saying goodbye to that, and then we can say goodbye to the show. By the way, I don't this isn't a QA. We have our own questions. This is our saying goodbye process. If you want to listen to that's it, fine, but in my opinion, it's more for like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For this us. is a selfish <laughs> podcast episode. Um but. Um, I'm just gonna start because I, I have a I have a list of stuff here. So, how are we feeling now that the season's over? Let's check in with yeah. our bodies, with our minds, spirits.
3: Close your eyes. I remember when we finished recording the finale. Mm-hmm. Literally that that night, I went home and I just didn't go to sleep. I stayed up and I designed all of our characters on Hero Forge. <laughs> even, even though I never bought them, I was just like. <laughs> And I have a playlist for Saren that I've, like, listened to that reminds me of Duncan. Like, I have it specifically for the character. So I just listen to the playlist over and over, and i was just, like, designing the characters.
2: <sighs> I love that so That's much. so <laughs> cute,
3: dude. Oh just because I was like, oh, that was so great. Because it was the first time I'd ever played a campaign, like, fully from start to finish. Right. I've played some long campaigns before, but this was the... Wrap-up. Yeah, the one that was like, no, my character ended. Like, there's an actual definitive... And there's like,
0: no way that those campaigns
3: that you played the length even came close.
0: Yeah, so, like, exactly. Because I mean, when you add, when you look at the hours of meeting regularly, like every yeah. other week to like do a thing. Yeah. yeah, and at some points it was every week maybe mm-hmm. regularly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it was. I mean, how
1: many how many episodes do you think we'll be at? Probably like.
0: Um, home? I
1: haven't finished the the edits, so let me let me think. So there's three dragon episodes to come, as of when we're recording this. Then there's. Two kind of recovery... There's two episodes where basically it's just you guys, like, recovering mentally from the dragon. And then there, I think there's going to be three of Death Heist. And then... At least three for finale. So that's another 11. So I think there's going to so be like about... 90? 30. 30 episodes of... Oh, I'm thinking the whole podcast. Oh, yeah. Of season... <laughs> of season, uh... Three of Return to Saren.
2: Damn.
1: So... And then added in, like, the the 20 of season one. Season one. So that's, like, a 50. That's borderline. That's like three seasons. So that's, like, a three-season TV show. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. And that's everything. That's minus everything we cut out. I mean, For like, real? when you think about that, like, that's probably, like, like in playtime, like, that's probably around 70 hours. Uh-huh. Oh, at least. At least. Yeah. Which is, is crazy to think about. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we played 70 hours of, like, a game. Yeah. And I, I told Will when we got in the car, too, that it was just, like... It's, Uh like, this feeling, it, if you ever finished, like, if you ever finished a really good book or, like, Mm -hmm. a great video game that's, like, very narratively focused, like, Mm -hmm. it's, it was like that, except, like, I've had complete agency throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, like, just
1: totally different. I mean, it was, it was a really cool feeling. Yeah. I remember, Sam, you said something that was, like, really cool to me as, like, as, as, like, both as GM and, and, like, a member of the show was afterwards when you did your scene with when Brim and Duncan had their goodbye scene, oh there was like, you said something to the effect of like, that was really hard because I knew that was literally the last time those two characters would ever get to be on screen together. Yeah. That that was it. Like I, I I'm, this is, this yeah. is the last time we got th- to do that. I don't
3: even think about that, but that's like, that was the last interaction between those like fictional characters.
1: characters. Yeah. Cause that struck me really hard. Cause I had the exact same feeling with, um, Taylor yep. in the last scene with Thorn and Etney, because it was, because like in this in a similar way, I thought Duncan and Brim had like a really tight like connection and were constantly in communication with each other, which is a mm-hmm. lot of what Thorn and Etney's relationship was. Yeah, like lots of one on ones with with those two pairings of characters. So ha- ha- knowing that it's that's it, like you're done, is so hard.
0: Yeah, it is really hard. I mean, it's crazy. It was. I described it to Will as uh, if anyone's ever played The Witcher, which honestly there might be a decent overlap.
2: Probably, I just uh, so
0: <laughs> that when you finish the main campaign, mm-hmm. like it just like respawns you in the castle, but like all the characters that you were just talking with are just like not there, and it's just like such a such a feeling of emptiness, but like satisfaction at the same time. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy to think about.
2: Yeah, I think it's especially weird. Like anybody who's ever done any kind of you know, if you've been in, like, a short film or just worked on any kind of long-term project that involves you not just being yourself, it's, like, a weird dissonance feeling <laughs> where you're like, it's me, but it's not me. I'm experiencing these emotions, but I'm not. It's, mm-hmm. it's very strange.
3: Yeah, you're also like, I want something so bad for thing that doesn't exist yeah Yeah, like and also it's like my mood can be so affected by what happens (laughs) in this fictional world that for the most part outside of a map has no physical reality no like at all it's only like shared within our four brains and i guess also the people who listen to the podcast yeah for sure
2: Mm -hmm.
3: but it's like as we build it it's like only this world exists in all of
1: us yeah tough it's tough. The tough is the answer. It's like when you're ending anything in a
0: good way. It's though. yeah, yeah. It's tough, but it's also it's it's hard to describe. I mean, yeah. it's like it's the feeling of when you finish, like yeah, the I do remember series of books. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember feeling really satisfied. Yeah, mm-hmm. send me those characters that you made Yeah, know. for real.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pull them up. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the next question. Um, some highlights just from this this past season because we'll get to highlights for the whole show later. But like. Highlights for this season. Highlights for this season. Yeah. Not just the show. Yeah.
3: Um. Immediately, I think of our party. Yeah. Oh, the party. In, uh, in Goldmere.
1: <laughs> Which
2: I finally got to listen to, and I'm so, like... <laughs> it was so fun. It was so ridiculous. Yeah.
1: That was great. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That was awesome. It was, was cool super to spend excellent. time in that area, too, because we hadn't been there before. Mm-hmm. Um... I think that, like... I'm trying to, I don't know. Come back to me. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's hard to pick. <laughs> okay, I have a couple, so I can go. I wrote these questions, so I'm most prepared for them. Okay. Sorry. Understandable. <laughs> um, immediate highlight. The best thing that I, I got to listen back to this season um, was when rose thorn sword blew out of the building and landed in front of you guys <laughs> that
2: was a great moment
1: the way you guys erupted like in the moment i was like cool we got to get moving we got to keep moving through this dragon because it had been like hours of like fighting the dragon so but when i listened back to it i was like oh i didn't register how excited that made them <laughs> in the moment so that was a highlight for me um etni on top of thorn's grave was maybe one of My absolute highlights of the season um partially getting to compose the music for that was great um that one was fantastic party that was was, (laughs) that's a a rager it's a banger um (laughs) the whole dragon arc for me was really fun um i don't know as a gm if i've ever been able to build up a single fight like like a combat encounter a monster so much Mm -hmm. because like it like it is the bat it is like in the back half of the season and it takes place in the same spot that the finale of the first season takes place in Mm -hmm. Mm um and it had all this like i had all this like fear involved with it and and um such a sustained battle was really cool to 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 do as just as a gm that was fun um (laughs)
0: I I have mine. I've thought about it. Uh, I really liked if I had to pick one moment, which is hard because the whole season was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I really liked when um I first started playing, and we all went, we all
3: went to uh Wim Hollow Hearts. Wim Hollow,
0: that's one of mine. That's,
1: yeah. Oh, that yeah. dungeon was. Good. I wish
3: we'd had the chance to do more stuff like that, like little side quests. Yeah. Here, yeah. But I just like go off and do a thing. Yeah. That,
0: that, was, that was the was most
2: dungeony it got all season yeah and and the encounter
0: like the whole encounter with ingvold for the first time was just like hilarious but also great (laughs) yeah i really enjoyed that i thought that that was that was a pretty amazing piece
2: yeah that was really really good i think that just like as a player my favorite part was the sheer overwhelmingness of after our quiet year Hitney and Duncan just getting bombarded. Yeah, (laughs) with all this political shit, like all this intrigue and scheming and treaties and sides. Like
3: sometimes I hear it and I wish I could like go back. Oh yeah. To be like, I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But just like do our thing. Yeah. Because we made every decision. Like, like, God, it's nice. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Because it was all happening at once. So we were like, how do we, how do we navigate this? So it was just really, really, really fun as players to Mm -hmm. play politic like that it was was really fun
3: to be lord and lady
2: yeah it was really cool
1: speaking of fun moments one that struck me was um after Wim hollow heart once you guys got back the 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 one time when i got to split all three of you up into doing your own adventures at the same time where oh i love duncan and and vea's first date uh brim with the cults the first time you got used your commandos was so good yeah um and Etney at her family dinner like being uh being able to hop between uh-huh. each yeah, thing was that, really...
3: That made me think of, like, a really good episode of a TV show, and yeah. it's, like, all these, like, lines converging, and they're, like, you're cutting back and forth, and Detective each Detective Brim. And each <laughs> one is just, yeah, is just as cool as the last one, and they're both, like, they're all three are escalating at the same rate. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good.
2: Yeah, that was awesome.
1: Should I move on to the next next thing? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Will kind of, like, has teed, teed this one up, is... What did you not get the chance to do that you'd love to have gotten to do? Because mm. you said like having more side quests was yeah. kind of that thing. Because um, I have some stuff. Because there's, there's always going to be something you wish you had gotten to do. Yeah,
3: I th- I think for me, I wish we could have traveled to more places. Yes. In the yeah. in the in end, we traveled to like, we went over Tullius. We went down to um to capital in mm. Eva, but we those were, felt sort of rushed at times. Yeah. Uh, we spent a lot of time in Lone Tree, which a was lot. great because it felt like a really real place. Place, yeah. But I would have liked to have spent more time, like, even to explore Goldmere and have a quest that was, like, centered on Goldmere, the town, yeah. and not just the people there. Would have been cool. And, of course, I would have loved to see Lady Lashana's Raving Groving Minstrels. <gasps> okay, yeah. I had too. them
1: built in. Really? I had them built in. Yeah, if you had gone, if... Because, like, I, I can't fully predict what anyone, any of you are going to do. I mm-hmm. have, like, when I, when I prep stuff out, um, funnily enough, because it's a show... You guys, like, tend to take the plot hooks more seriously than, like, the average, like, D&D party would. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, if you guys had just, like, randomly been like, no, nope, we're going to Palin. She's on the road to Palin. Like, she had been yeah, sitting on the road to sad. Palin the whole season. <laughs> Lady waiting. Lishana, yeah, basically being harassed on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which would have been great. In the same way that um, Bartholomew Sybin was kind of sitting on the road to Goldmere. Right. Uh, like... Yeah. I cuz
3: like, I, I did feel like we sort of had to get stuff done. Yeah. But maybe we should have been like no, fuck yeah. it. We're just going to go to a place. Yeah.
0: I think I think definitely I fun. would I would agree with that. Especially cuz seeing Goldmere was like such a breath of fresh air. Very cool. For the show, especially especially in the second season cuz the second season was like the plot was so much more set up mm-hmm. already and like so it was like, you know, we had to go do like do a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like we had to, we had to save the world. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but I think it would, like overall, like I was, it was just a great time. Like I, I, don't really know if I would necessarily go back and change anything, but if I could yeah. do anything, it would be to see more places. Mm-hmm. I think like in the prologue, it was nice because for a while <laughs> before everything got overgrown, that we were able to see like, like different places. Like
3: I
2: was, Brim was working at the living at that winery.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As we had the epilogue
1: for, yeah, for the finale. Yeah.
2: Now I do want to give kudos to uh, Sam and Dane for all the work that they did on yeah. Anto.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was a blast. Yeah,
0: it was a lot of fun. Because that
2: was something incredibly cool to see. Because we didn't even touch on it in season one. No, no, at <laughs> all. So
0: well, that was something that I wanted to do with my character too. Yeah. When me and Dane were talking about, you know, what what, what character you want to play for season two, right. I was like, well, you know, I want to explore a new area of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was either Anto or, like, the the winery area
2: of, like, mm-hmm. Luka yeah. and things like that that we discussed a little yeah. bit. So I am happy that we did get to explore that in the beginning, too. Yeah. Um, As far as me goes, the one thing... That like I went back and I listened to the whole podcast um, because at work I'm just sitting there doing data entry, so I can do that. So (laughs) I listened to the whole thing, and the my my only regret this whole season is that I forgot I didn't tell Duncan about Tilda.
3: Oh, yeah. I forgot, (laughs) and
2: you kept running the joke, which I loved so much.
3: I kept being like, "You would tell me, you know, if someone approached you, right?"
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it was so good, but like. I don't know, it just didn't make sense for me why Edney wouldn't have. I guess we just literally yeah. did get so caught up in everything. Well, that's
3: also mm-hmm. what made me think that maybe you were going to become evil. Right. Because I was like, is there a reason she's not, not telling, telling me <laughs> yeah. the thing?
2: That, yeah, exactly.
0: That would have been great. Honestly, that that would have been really interesting because if it's not very often that you play a game of D&D that's so cohesive where mm-hmm. there's a freedom in that. where Totally. Like, Taylor could have been like, I'm gonna be evil and just not it. tell any of us. Right. But <laughs> on top
1: of it, if Taylor had made that decision, mm-hmm. that would have been fine. You yeah, we would have worked I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, that would have been tough, but like uh-huh. it would have been fine. It like, would have been cool, yeah. <laughs> so I'll say mine really quick and then we'll get to a to another quick question yeah. um, that Will brought up. Um The thing I wish we'd gotten to do, because like something that happened just kind of by chance is like we had to spend a whole ton of time with Brim in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was it was Duncan and Etney and Brim, and then it was Duncan and Brim and Etney. Yeah. I wish, I wish to God that I'd had enough. There'd yeah. been enough time in the season to have a uh, Brim and Etney go do a thing, uh-huh. and Duncan's in one place, and it's because I never got to do a one-on-one game with Will. Probably would have been which sick.
3: would have been Duncan goes to Palin and meets Lady yes. LaShawn. on right. the road. right. No, and, there
1: like, would have been redoes. All the like. Oh, there would have been some some really great stuff there, but that I just agree with wasn't that. time. But anyways, Will, you had a question. And it was specifically for Taylor. Yeah, it so yeah. was, well, yeah. You want me to ask it? Yeah, do
3: it, So it's yeah. actually fitting to bring it up, because there was a point in which we were in Goldmere. I was sending you those postcards. And, <laughs> Via um, email, which I was, like, yeah. crying laughing yeah. out on the
2: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: you, you hadn't told me about Tilda or Tech. Right. And I wasn't totally sure, like, if you were actually going to be evil. Because, mm-hmm. like, you had some sort of, re- you had a relationship okay. with them, and you had this black fire and all this stuff. And I, as I listen now to the episodes of your guys' solo um, sessions, mm-hmm it seems like Dane was giving you prompts. Like, yeah. was, like, poking you to be like, hey, you so... can join up with Tilda and Tirentac. Or your family wants your help. Like, yeah. you could be in charge here. Or, like, you could do your own form of justice, like, your way. So I want to know if there was ever a point in your mind where you were seriously considering. And also with Dane, if that was, like, on purpose to try and, like... 100%, it was it on was purpose. 100% yeah. on oh, okay. purpose
1: because the... Partially because, on the one hand, uh, Etni's family and Tilda and Tirentac were both... Playing them honestly, they both did want Etne on their side. No matter... that That's... They mm-hmm. both... That was their want. In their own twist. Both of them in their own twisted yeah, yeah. way did care about Etne and didn't want her hurt if they could help yeah. it. <laughs> they they wanted her because she was really powerful, but also because they cared yeah. about her. Yeah. So I didn't think it would be honest if they didn't pitch that. But also, mm-hmm. again, just with my jamming style, that would have been an okay option. And I was interested in Etne's answer. Yeah. So...
2: So, like, I never seriously considered joining my family, ever. Never, ever, ever. Because mm-hmm. that was such a, a big part of Etni's essence Yeah. in general that there wasn't much that they could do to sway me.
3: To, like, redeem themselves Yeah. in your eyes?
2: With Tilda and Tierntag, it was a little harder.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because... Etni's not somebody who, like, chases glory or anything like that, but she definitely can become begrudging if she doesn't feel recognized. So, Not that she wasn't feeling like that, but I think that that was a little bit more Uh of an option than my family. But honestly, the stuff with Lord Vita was some of the big stuff that actually made me consider potentially going evil yeah
3: like what like doing his bidding
2: yeah or, like oh, oh. like not a paladin wow, but just like a, an crazy. agent <laughs> <laughs> like thank gosh you didn't turn evil no like i i when we started adding the because you know my eyes had always gone black when i used the yeah, black yeah. fire but when we when it started getting more intense like actually going into my veins and changing my hair color when i used it i was like i could go like actual uh-huh. dark phoenix and Whoa, like oh
3: yeah My hair goes black. How could this not start to change my personality? Totally. Start to change internally as well.
2: So more so, especially because I got burned by the backfire too. Mm. And if the wielder gets burned, I was kind of like processing in my head I was like what can I do with that do I want to do anything with that so that was that that if anything
3: also it would have been so cruel because I feel like (laughs) almost more than any other character at limit gets beat up over and over for sure that's like the worst stuff (laughs) happened Like the least recognition and the most people hate her for things that she has no control
1: of. Yeah, Etney had a rough time. Etnie had a so the funny thing about Etney having a rough time, which is could be the name of the season. (laughs) Etney has a rough
2: time. Etnie Jespers and the no good, very bad, horrible (laughs) year.
1: Um, is that uh when I was like conceiving of the season, the whole crux of it it is I was just like, like, I was like, okay, what's gonna be the driving force of this? And I, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it, I was like. Etni did god shit. Etney did god yeah, shit and yeah. blew up a part of the world by doing it. I was like, oh no, we're gonna do nukes. Like <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Oh, now it's Etney's fault. And there's just this part of me that's like I'm gonna be rough on Taylor. Like yeah. just
3: all right. Like, whereas it's like for Duncan, even in season one, this is all case he's always yeah. just failed forwards, yeah, <laughs> and yeah sure. like failing upwards, yeah, and like getting more, more titles, more gods, <laughs> more, more gear, like more spells, all the while like his personality not changing, just like yeah, just... bumbling through everything and somehow. Becoming like getting godlike powers by by the end, yeah. <laughs> Being like I couldn't tell you how I got here. Like I couldn't tell She's you. Like where am I? <laughs>
2: I am a mere pawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's my answer. Is the the two things that we explored mostly in the show? I wasn't necessarily considering, but I was considering for for a little bit a, yeah. a potential twist. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: All right. So we'll move on to the next question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the toughest bit of this season for you guys? Uh, Brim's trans transition period was like really rough, mm-hmm. for from warlord to vampire.
0: Yeah, that was like, cause there's just like a point where he, his character had like no real reason to like continue forward. Like he felt like he had failed, so that there, that, I think that that was like the toughest part for me. Yeah, just like working like that transition and like how would he react to basically having everything ripped from him. Yeah. Including his life, potentially.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, Dragon fucked us all up. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hardcore. Sure. Yeah, we did. Love that dragon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so evil. Yeah. What, one of my biggest regrets is that I never learned how to do math right. And if I had added my extra damage on my damage rolls, Thorn would still be alive. Because John Bellata was like one hit point left. And I forgot to add that on my sword, I deal just an extra point of damage no dice
1: that's just what a longsword is a longsword yeah. is a plus one damage
3: and then if I'd also calculated in moves against the dragon the dragon would have died too I mean you still would have died and had your whole thing happen yeah. you, but Wicker but I Wicker would have, have, Wicker would have, would have lived, lived and he would have, have visited yeah. Lord Vita yeah. so that's probably my biggest <laughs> I just remembered that <laughs> and also it would have been so different though maybe Brim wouldn't have existed because you would have kept GMing because Thorn would have been alive True. Wow. And this yeah. whole season would be completely different oh God, In like
0: a it would have been just... oh, The
1: whole show hinges around the fact that Will couldn't have <laughs> one yeah, if But, one but we're I forgot the that I had one point, and <laughs> yeah,
3: that's like thought... this whole pocket universe is like built on that. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's kind you of incredible. Been, yeah. It's canon. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> to be canon. fair,
1: that it's a lot of that's a lot of the the games is like uh-huh. the, That's the cool. That's the cool thing about telling stories through games to me is the fact that like, role different yeah. and like Thorn's still a wizard. Like, that's yeah. that's uh-huh. a thing that you could have... And you can
3: also trace back moves to mm-hmm. see where things changed. Yeah. And, like, to see what could have made, it like, a difference.
1: Yeah. Or, or like, even not even roll some decisions. Like, Brim jumps on that dragon, and I'm like... Yeah. Like, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> that's just something that, like, as a player, I, like... like I can't not do this. Well, you not, have the opportunity I to jump on a dragon. <laughs> I, I, I cannot
1: begrudge you...
0: I cannot okay. begrudge you such a thing. Yeah. And everybody, I remember when I did it, everyone was like, why are you doing this?" Yeah, I was
2: like, no. <laughs> Sam. it.
0: Uh-huh. Well, it was great. Um, yeah. No regrets. No regrets.
2: No regrets. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think the, the hardest part of me all season was, like, figuring out all this coup shit on mm-hmm. my own. Because Etni, as a character, is already, like, kind of socially distant. And Taylor, as a human... Trusts everybody and is one of my deep, deep character flaws. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really fucking hard for me to figure out all the shit that happened. So yeah, that was my hardest part.
1: <laughs> hardest part for me, and this is very technical, is just any time you guys did split. Like as much as I would have loved yeah, yeah, yeah. to have a one on one with Will and split the the party up one more time for like in a big way, really, <laughs> those episodes are so much harder to edit I and don't like so that. much harder to like put together um like when like when you guys were split up the other thing that was horrible when you guys went to G- goldmere was the fact that we actually kept track of time uh-huh. like in a, like a real way and you sent letters back which meant that the fucking it had to line up yeah, yeah. so like I would, it did it lines up so well though yeah just it, so it so good. really fits like, well I listened to it three times like taking notes like uh-huh. being like okay so this is when this has oh, gotta my be God. so this is gotta be like week one oh, and, for God. them and yeah, then like ah yeah. uh, it's like it was that was literally the hardest thing I did all season
3: you went to the level that like <laughs> nerds who make like Lord of the Rings wikis do but it was <laughs> for your own fictional world oh but, I like, didn't even, <laughs> sorry
1: that's not the hardest thing oh, yes. the hardest thing was actually transitioning and taking over as GM because Sam I love you but you took no not nowhere near enough notes from season I one i took maybe a page <laughs> yeah and I, I did have to go back and listen through the whole first season tracking every every character and all this stuff which led to some really cool things because if you listen to f- season one maralda twice slain bartholomew Sybin, both of those characters are off the cuff mentions mentions that duncan does about when he rolled a couple of spout lores about like, like oh, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I learned it from this teacher and yeah. like getting to do that like back through listen but i think that's cool
3: i like it when people do that like even if you're not the gm in the times i've gm'd i like it when people like take a hand in the world building yeah not not that it derails the story and the player is like no you know screw your quest here's what it's gonna be like that sucks but when someone spouts lore and is like oh i remember this thing from my childhood in the town that i'm from because then as a GM, A, it's like, oh, that's so great. My players are buying into the world. Mm-hmm. And B, it's like, let me write that down. That can, like, come up. Like, I can yeah. utilize yeah. that. Like, cause and I know it's you'll be
0: much personally invested than, in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
1: Like, for example, like, here's one of those other, like, inflection points of Sam did that in, uh, like, the first recording we ever did, which where I was just like, hey, are there any ley lines? And Sam mm-hmm. was like, I don't think so, but what are ley lines? <laughs> oh, cool. You could find that somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And that sentence is... The and rest it's, of the show, it's right?
2: Will can't do math, and Sam said, "Sure, to, <laughs> to, lay, to lay lines." lines. <laughs> yeah.
1: Those two things are different. Completely different show, right? Like the whole show's changed yeah. for that. But yeah, the hardest <laughs> stuff for me was technical, honestly, uh-huh. just from like show running stuff. Yeah, um, but um, okay, let's do a fun question. Uh, let's do a fun question. So at the en- very fucking end of the show. The Thorn Tusk Academy basically turned into Hogwarts with four houses for oh, each yeah. of the four main characters that existed. Whose house corresponds with the, the actual Hogwarts houses? Who's Gryffindor? Who's Hufflepuff? Slytherin? Ravenclaw? I've actually been doing
0: some thinking because okay. initially, before this yeah, recording, yeah, yeah. I said that Brim would be Slytherin. But you don't think that anymore. But I don't think that because I think that that could very easily be Thorn or Etnie. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Thorn or Etnie or, <laughs> or Slytherin, yeah, yeah.
3: sure. If anything, I would say maybe Etni Slytherin.
2: By the end of it, I would agree. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Okay, so Etni Slytherin, and maybe Thorn Ravenclaw.
2: I think they're Thorn's Ravenclaw. Probably.
3: Probably. Yeah. As much as I'd like to say Duncan's Gryffindor, if it's between us two, maybe Duncan is
2: <laughs> huh. Well,
3: I
1: just don't think that's you, the Brim jumped Hufflepuff. on the Brim jumped yeah. on the dragon. Brim jumped on the dragon. He also jumped on the dragon. I got launched through the dragon. But also like, remember this. that Duncan knew he was going to survive because of yeah. God Godly intervention. I didn't take yeah. the
3: chance. Without knowing that I could, like,
1: live.
3: That's
2: yeah. true. Duncan Whereas always had like the most compassion. Up. That's why right, Duncan right. is Hufflepuff. Yeah, for sure. That's true.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I will say I think Etney and Thorne can share Slytherin and Ravenclaw depending uh, on Thorn. which yeah, which yeah. part we're in.
2: Season one, Etney <laughs> is Ravenclaw. Season also, two. <laughs>
1: Grim has the most direct influence
0: on his, like... On the way that his house like grew. True, true. So he he could he had the ability he, to like make he, it up. Apart- he got to edit history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, he got to he got to have some say in how they. the
0: other ones, you guys don't you. get to guest lecture though. Uh, I always wonder what is Brim even guest lecture on. It's just whatever. he's Battle feeling. tactics. Yeah,
1: battle yeah. tactics. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's learned a lot. He's been alive. History
2: a
3: long time. probably Mythology. whatever interests you. Like, hey, this year I'm really feeling my you know, making my wine. So maybe my guest lectures on how to make wine. <laughs>
2: Those are college classes <laughs> that's now. Yeah.
3: True. Yeah. That's like, that's what I'm doing.
1: All right. Fun question. That's okay. So we're on to the, basically the last two questions. So we'll do one more fun one. Um, music and this season. I did a lot of work to involve music in this season, which is not a thing that the listeners would know necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that feel for you guys? Legitimate. I'm just curious. Like this is a, Purely personal question. And since this episode is for us and not for the listeners.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, listener.
1: When
3: we first started like very season one, because we were recording, we didn't have, I love it when we play and we can play ambient music Mm -hmm. and sound Mm -hmm. effects and like film scores and whatever, like as you actually play. Mm -hmm. So it was weird just having silence and harder to get like immersed in the world. Yeah. But then once you play so consistently, like I, I feel like I can get in no matter what. Yeah. Um, So that was like an interesting thing. And then also on the flip side, I made like a personal playlist of like songs that reminded me of Duncan and of the world. Um, But it was interesting to not play with music playing. Yeah. To like play in a quiet room so we could record.
0: Well, and I think, yeah, Dane would tee us off too by sending us like a song or two. Yeah, that was fun. Before every recording to like be like, oh, you know, this is kind of the vibe I'm feeling for your character, which I think is really good. (laughs) Then I think like the work. Dane, that you did on the themes was really impressive. Thanks. And something that I really liked, and uh, that I've always been a proponent for, is like, to me, like when I'm listening to a podcast, Mm -hmm. not only music, but the more sound design, like the more it's like, if somebody enters a tavern, and it sounds like a tavern the entire time they're in a tavern, like in the background, Uh it just really brings me in. I think Dane did a lot of work. Yeah, every time you put in those
3: soundscapes was so
0: cool. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And (laughs) and i remember when (laughs) when we first started recording uh the only reason that that's a thing that that is in the show is because we like messed up episodes
1: five and six are fucked yeah
0: episodes five Uh and six which are some of our best
3: (laughs) which is maybe to this day my one of my favorite episodes of the show yeah because that's when when we we go to hit our stride that's when Mm -hmm. we hit our
0: stride but the only reason that there's sound effects and in anything is because we messed that up and Dan he was had trying to cover, to cover up. some of the sound yeah and then he had to do it for every episode afterwards
1: so thank god we messed, we messed <laughs> yeah. up that episode No, so, I'm so thank ha- you to Tabletop Audio <laughs> so I'm I'm actually super pleased that we, we actually did get to do sound effects because some of the stuff is like like some of the stuff when we were in Cabri in the first season when mm-hmm. like the ocean started to be in
2: there that was that me so I loved
1: much. having the getting to put the ocean stuff yeah and you guys haven't heard it yet because it hasn't dropped but like I'm so excited for the fucking dragon sound effects. I am so yeah. excited to share that with you guys. They're already scary. Like, <laughs> well, it was, it was also cool because
3: when we, when you were, when Thorn was a pirate and mm-hmm. we, it was also easy to distinguish. We're switching, we're cutting storylines. Right. it yeah. was like Ocean and Thorn and he's a pirate and then wagons for Duncan when they're on the road and he's in this like minstrel band and then there's a party going on. So we're at Etnies. Mm-hmm. And so it was really good to be able to like distinguish tone, like, you know, totally. Yeah. Totally yeah where we were yeah
1: yeah like uh, another thing that was like super helpful is i don't know when i found it but i found basically like church choir singing and i was like yay i can delineate any anytime duncan's talking to the gods yeah yes, yes.
2: <laughs> um i'm making a face about that music because that <laughs> chant i have sang since oh yeah, I have was, to. I have to.
1: Like, I know. Well, I, oh yeah, it's super common. Yeah, it's, it's so that chant is, is it the kind Kyrie, of. Or? Yeah,
2: it's it's well, it's part of Kyrie and it? it's part of it's like an insert in most like Latin religious mm-hmm. music where you're switching like a verse. Mm-hmm. It's you you sing the one note and at the last three syllables you like go up and down, yeah, go down a, and up, it's... and then you begin the next part of the song. So like hearing that in the background over and over again, I was like twitch, yeah, yeah. twitch. <laughs> But it yeah. works so well because it is such yeah. a like ancient thing in this world. Well, so. it's like
1: it's
3: almost like a light
1: motif for each
2: yeah.
3: character that mm-hmm. like a certain sound follows them when they
1: mm.
2: you know, yeah. are doing a thing. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh yeah, no, like that's the other thing that was like really fun. The one thing I did also love about you guys splitting up is it did let me write more music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to write themes or, or like play with everybody's themes in, the, in a really fun way. But yeah, okay. Last question for the season, and then we'll move on to like talking. Uh, full scale. Show show stuff. Talking shop. Talking shop. Um, how does it feel to say goodbye? And I want to direct this question first at Taylor because you had to say goodbye <laughs> first, uh, first. Yeah, what to was the that season. Like? Yeah.
2: Oh god, it was a lot. <laughs> Edney went on a full, not even hero's journey, but just a full three act structure. Character wise, it was really really intense. It was. I don't know. I have such love for her. It's so nice for me to be able to play characters for a really long time because then I do get to ask like deeper questions about them and I got to ask a lot with Etnia and I got to have the space in the show itself to actually, you know, have that dialogue at Thorne's grave and like really, really think about all the things that could be happening and like emotionally go through it. So it was crazy. And in the death heist part where I ask Thorne now, that was also me. <laughs> like, obviously, like, that we was planned That was to on some it.
1: degree you asking, you, Taylor, asking me, Dane, is this my door? Like, and yeah. me having to say yes. was
2: It was crazy. Yeah, it was tough. It was really, really tough, but it was, I don't know, it just feels so, like, Like, and was a really, really cool character, and I feel just, like, very happy about it. Even though, like, like I said, I've been really listening to the podcast, and I'm anxious to hear the full follow-through of everything. But, yeah, it was... Made me for Klimt. I have a (laughs) follow-up
0: question for you, because it's something that I've always been curious about, Mm because I was GMing at the very beginning. Right. How much did you have... At the time of our first recording, how much... How much of Etni's, like backstory did you like know about at all, really?
2: Like three paragraphs. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I had three paragraphs, and I had, you know, I knew that she had a lot of self-doubt with magic and that there was something in her in her family that was the big reason that she left in order to pursue her magic on her own as an actual child. And those are the things that I knew. And I knew okay. like you know, Capital City Utelius and like Yeah. That kind of stuff. But wait, we
3: never went to Nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well it's, we were just always skirting around the, <laughs> yeah. the world. Like we never went there. No, exactly.
2: But yeah, I I I knew enough. But I didn't. I don't know. I, I feel weird about making things too concrete with characters. Yeah. Because I didn't know how the story was going to go, so yeah. I didn't know if it how much it mattered or anything yeah. like that. But I really like that all of you like latched like pretty hard onto like the mystery of it, so it did become more of a thing. But, but yeah,
0: yeah. now part of it, yeah, because I was curious if it was like. If it was like you had all that planned out at the very beginning, or if it just kind of developed over time, so that was something that was
2: yeah for sure interesting to me. Yeah, the the inkling of it I did, but not the specifics.
1: I think Will should go next on saying on what saying goodbye is like because <laughs> Sam and I pro- have probably have a completely different. Yeah, as you guys I get to
2: say two goodbyes technically? We, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Well, when I first when I first joined the pod, I did, I did a test game with dane and sam
1: it's totally Um, completely yeah we both there was a thorn and there was a duncan but they were yeah yeah. thorn was a pacifist he was he was a pacifist (laughs) that's right yeah Yeah.
3: um and at first i was like oh this will be this will be like a great excuse to just get to play like get to Mm -hmm. play an rpg like regularly um and i'm glad i did because it it was and it took on like a whole great um arc and it's interesting because i feel like in the past all the campaigns I've played before that have been relatively short-lived, I've always been playing Duncan. (laughs) Like, like that's always a character I've been playing, but I never got the chance to truly, like, get to play him all the way. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd ever, like, not made a character the day of. I'd, like, spent time to be like, no, I'm gonna think about who this guy is. I'm gonna, like, write out his backstory.
2: You took a lot of agency with that, which I always really liked.
3: And I was like, I want, like, to... I don't want to, like, overstep and tell people what the world's like, but I just want to, like, have... give... Whoever's GMing like a background of like things they can pull with my character, yeah,
1: um, to tie him into the world, and I think it helped. Like I don't know, it's super guys... helpful yeah. as very, um... both as like someone picking up the pieces and as someone to play off of you. Yeah. it was really helpful. Yeah, so it was yeah, so it was just nice to be able to actually
3: like play that character from start to finish, like all the way. And now I feel like ne- the next character I'll play will be completely different. That's from cool. From Duncan, yeah, because it's like no, I no longer have to be like the this goofy paladin that I've played in the past, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was. It'll be tough to say goodbye, but I also feel very satisfied. Like, yeah, he got, I got yeah. um, to like play that character.
0: Yeah. Um. I okay. So for me, I think. Well, uh, saying goodbye to like the world is almost like harder because. Yeah. I, w- I initially built the world from scratch.
1: And then you had to hand it off to me and yeah. just kind of like, let it go. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. <in> the keys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think, like, saying goodbye to, like, that that fantastical world is, like, a hard thing to do, definitely. Um, I think, like, Brim is a character, uh, I I don't know, it was, it's a similar question, but it, say, are you talking about saying goodbye to the show or to my character?
1: goodbye to the season and goodbye to the character cuz we'll get yeah. to saying goodbye to the show we'll get there don't yeah. don't you worry okay well goodbye to the season
0: is like yeah i mean it was it was definitely uh, tough i mean it it wasn't it wasn't easy but it was it felt good i think it was just a similar feeling to what i already described and i don't want to it's not worth rehashing but it was, uh, it was cra- it's crazy cuz it's like if the, you just think about how much time you put into building like building this like thing
1: mhm
2: I have a question in that vein. Um, what were your expectations for Brim?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
2: Because that was because
1: I think they did not get fulfilled. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> well, no. I think that like for the most part, I was like, these are the driving forces of my character, and that's it. And I think I did a pretty good job like sticking those motivations for yeah. the most part, especially in the finale. Um, and I don't know, I think, I think the vampire thing definitely threw a loop in it. And I think we, we had some struggles with like the class that I was playing at mm-hmm. first for a while, yeah. which also kind of mm-hmm. threw a The
1: commandos were, fixed yeah. that.
0: Yeah, the commandos fixed that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but overall, like he was a, <clears throat> he was a cool character. Uh, definitely not a character that I would usually play. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. Like I stepped out of my comfort zone to play Brim.
3: Well, I, I have a question for everyone that can they can answer. Yeah. Um, at, when we first started playing, I got the sense that like at, for the first episode t- or two or three, I was sort of just playing myself. Mm-hmm. But then by season 2, I was like getting into the headspace of like how to play Duncan even though him and I are very similar, mm-hmm. there are some differences. So were there any instances where like you as a character made a decision that you were like actually real life me would not make this decision? Yeah. but, like, my character does this so I will make this decision because it's what my character would do. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. To be fair, you're looking Dane at the Slytherin, the
1: Slytherin Ravenclaw side of the table.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like, a, an example of, like, a thing that you're like, I wouldn't do this, but Etni's feeling it, or Thorne, like, this is what Thorne wants to do. The whole
1: fucking thing between <laughs> Thorne and Jackson, everything about that was, uh-huh. like, against anything I would ever do as a human being. Yeah. Being that violent and shitty. Like, being... Uh-huh. Thorn post losing magic was like an ordeal. I, you were like yeah.
3: drained after
1: every oh session. My
3: God, it was so hard. Yeah, because you're like, I just have to play this like evil, not evil, but like the selfish, brooding character. Mm. Yeah, Thorn got way
1: better after he died. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: he he didn't have as much worldly influence anymore, so he could actually just be himself.
1: Too. Yeah, yeah.
2: But yes, yeah, so to answer your question. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I, I don't feel like I was really playing myself in the beginning and I poured more of myself in as time went on. Like yeah. I I kind of went for more of like a colorless shell in the beginning, you know, with a personality and being able to help in fights and blah blah blah. But I think I added more of myself into etni as time went on, but also made the distinctions of
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know <laughs> Taylor would not make some of the shady decisions that Edney made at all, but that's Edney.
0: Yeah, and I think for Brim, it's, like, the whole family thing was really interesting.
2: That was very cool. Because, like,
0: in real life, I'm I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a half-brother and a Mm half-sister, but, like, and I also obviously love my family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the amount of commitment and, like, the amount of... Like, how much Uh family meant to him as a character was, like, something that was super integral and that carried out Mm -hmm. all the way through the finale.
3: And how it was, like, whenever a big decision came, Brim never thought of it through the lens of, how does this affect me? It's like, no, how would this affect my family? Like, I have to put put Mm -hmm. my family above all. Like, even my own self-gain or interest. Yeah, and that was a really
0: interesting aspect of playing Brim for me. It mm-hmm. was, like,
3: because all his decisions
0: rotated around that. Yeah. There was, like, multiple, multiple times where, like, huge decisions that Brim
3: yeah. made. Like, I personally, if I was playing a character that was more similar to me, well, I, remember, I would have yeah. done something different. I remember we were entertaining the Palin option of something, which seemed sort of like the right course of action to take. Yeah. And even you agreed as Sam that that might have been the best option, but you were like, as Brim, if that leaves Anto, like, to possibly disappear, my character cannot go down that path. Yeah. Like I yeah. cannot make that decision. We have
1: to find a different way because there's no way my character can help you in that.
2: Yeah, yeah that was really cool to hear.
1: So, Will, did, where, what was the moment where you f- really figured out you were not playing yourself anymore? Like, what was the? What um, was like? What's like a turning point? Because I have a, I have something that I noticed was like very that felt very not you and okay. felt very Duncan. Well,
3: tell me what what.
1: It's when it's when Thorn left yeah. and you and, like, you played Duncan as, like, being very hurt and immediately lashing out at Etney whose fault it was not at all. Uh I was like, like, that moment, I was like, oh, that was, like, a shitty thing I'd never Uh think Will would do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that also ties into
3: what I was going to say, which is that I think me as Will has a certain level of intuition that, like, Duncan lacks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, me as Will understands, like, oh, Thorn left. I understand, like, what he's going through. Like move on, we'll do a thing, we'll meet up with him again, it's whatever. But Duncan is like in the moment. He's yeah. like, No, these are my friends, why are they leaving? Or, <laughs> yeah. or like with Egwene and Veya like me and Will the player knew what was going on. And, yeah. like, <laughs> I had go the sides, and I was like, oh shoot, I'm gonna have to make a decision sooner or later. But it was fun to get to play Duncan yeah. as being completely clueless. Mm-hmm. Because he's that innocent character of yeah, yeah. like, oh everyone's just so nice to me. This
1: is <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <All> right. Uh <laughs> oh i have to answer the main question don't yeah, i yeah. yeah yeah oh um so saying goodbye i first had to say goodbye to thorn and saying goodbye to being a player and i thought i was going to say goodbye to thorn and then i didn't <laughs> yeah like because i like i didn't like i knew that there were going to be some things that were going to keep thorn like around if that makes sense like like just by being in the serpent's back and being around yeah. orcs and such i was like you know he's, he's gonna be like an influence because you never want like a character who's like so central to a story to when they die, just stop mattering. Like that Mm -hmm. was not a thing. That's a, that's not good storytelling, at least in my opinion. Um, but the, the amount that he actually did kind of keep mattering was weird. And like the number of times I ended up actually having to play, like play him again was kind of bizarre, unexpected.
3: I think it's also a testament to what a good character he was at, at all though, because you as the GM sort of came in thinking we'll make him matter, but I won't try and pull up my own old character a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was almost Etni and I were the ones who were like, no, we really cared about this character. Our characters cared about him. So yeah. we want
1: him to have a presence like for the rest of the series. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, And again, like it, it did let lend some like really cool things, like going back to the sword when Brim picked up the sword, that was like a really important moment. Yeah. Like just because it's like, there yeah. it is, literally like, like a passing the yeah, torch. The torch yeah. passed like yeah. awesome, um, but saying goodbye because I I, I I here's a funny thing as of recording this I'm I'm still editing yeah like mm-hmm. the f- like I haven't touched the finale yet <laughs> I've done done one pass to make sure that the audio is good and like I'm I'm still gonna have to say goodbye one more time that's yeah. like then like the weird thing is is the like the constant like as as the editor continuing to live it past the point mm-hmm. is very weird. So having to say goodbye at the table at the, pr- when I, I had to say goodbye during prep at the table, and then I'm going to have one more time. Um, so it's, it's been really wonderful to like, to, to actually get to say goodbye to something. Like I, I love the feeling of finishing something Yeah. like yeah. that, that like bittersweet thing is, is a uh, thing I crave. So it's been good been good all right so some of these questions are going to be the same for just the season but they're definitely going to have different answers or from the season to the to the show so honest question how does it feel to end the show itself uh well i mean there's a lot of
0: reasons that we did it (laughs) (laughs) that I, i don't necessarily know if we should go into um uh, well actually know we went into it a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's like first episode is a lot of like how you gain listeners, things like that. And we could have done a better job as far as like marketing and outreach and collaboration within the community. Mm-hmm. Um and how that kind of system goes. Uh so I think it's something that is necessary that we had to do. Sucks because it means that we can't ever come back to Saren or these characters or anything like that. So that is the hard. hardest part of it. But I think that that's just kind of the reality of it. And I think that this new uh, show system is going to be like a lot more like. I think it's okay. Sorry, I'm going. I'm getting too much into it. I think no, it's. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's. It it's good because it just puts a bow on everything. But it's like it's tough because it's like you know you spent the last year and a half working on it, so it's hard to just take the slate and clean it mm-hmm. even if you need to
3: mm-hmm. um, for me not so much on the logistics side of it but it was like um, like Dane Taylor you and I have all been friends since high school yeah 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 um, but like since you know you and I went to university it's like we hadn't hung out that much if at all and Dane was mm-hmm. you know on the other side of the state mm-hmm. so we barely hung out so this was also just a great excuse to hang out, like every week, every other week. Yeah, yeah, you know, and get to like because when we, when Dane, Taylor, and I originally started hanging out, it was like making fantasy short films. It yeah. was, yeah. And, yeah. So this <laughs> yeah. wasn't even that far off, yeah. And, like messing around in, like sword and sorcery. So it was great to like revisit that, and and so that's what what I probably will miss most about like yeah. doing the show is that like. Doing it over and over.
2: It's it's made me very nostalgic, Will, because we have been a trio yeah. <laughs> multiple mm-hmm. times before. Really, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure.
3: And so, um, and also like Dane, Sam and I used to work for the film festival yeah. together. Yeah. And that was, it's also great because it's like we used to hang out and talk about, and like build, you know, stuff. with our imaginations yeah. and yeah. stuff. And, create. Project. and also just in your life in general, it's really rewarding to have a place where it's like, I have my job i have my friends but it's to like go to a place once a week or every other week and be like i'm gonna commit to like playing pretend yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like exercising that part of my brain is like i think really healthy Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and you're and that and you're you do improv yeah yeah top of it which is which is great but for like at least for me this is like Mm -hmm. my one thing it's like once once week once every other week i just like i get to just like play
1: yeah like we we're only really doing this and sam came in this to the to the house he's like can we play today it's like like, maybe i don't know (laughs) um but kind of building off what what will was saying is i think it's also interesting coming because you you do improv as well Mm -hmm. and like I, I also spend a lot of my own personal time doing doing writing and 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 music, um, both of which are like oddly serious. Like I, I don't write yeah. comedy. I, I don't do like lighthearted music. Even you've heard the show. You know what kind of music I write. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking melancholy as shit. Um, so like this is like the closest to anything like humor I do, mm-hmm. and I. Th- would suspect for for you it's the closest to like yeah. high drama because it yeah. it's a different kind of thing to come in and not only be pretending but not be pretending with the goal of getting a laugh mm-hmm. exclusively yeah. like that's not to say that we don't try and be funny on the show like mm-hmm. but if we do it's like it's secondarily it's like we're laughing at
3: the situation we've got ourselves in or yeah. we're we're making each other laugh because that's what friends do in a right. situation yeah. But it's not like, well, the goal isn't to do bits the whole time. The goal yeah. is to like,
1: tell a story. Unless we're playing Honey Heist. Unless yeah. we're playing Unless Honey Heist. That was yeah. 100% bits. <laughs> all, Only. All the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and Will unfortunately missed all of... Yeah, all I of did. I missed a
3: big chunk.
2: I, I have a question for, for you spring. in that regard. How Are you excited to do something a little bit more anthology s- per, per slice per episode since you didn't get to participate in season two?
3: I am, yeah. Season two okay. sounded a lot of fun. I would listen to it when I was abroad and it was really great and it brought me back to that like good feeling of being in the room and playing games. And also I like, you know, RPG games in general. So I think it'll be nice to get to experiment with a bunch of different mechanics. Yeah, Yeah, I think so too. And play. I
1: have some fun stuff picked out. Yeah. Yeah. And some stuff we've played before. Like, I think we will come back to the quiet year and maybe play it for real in a way where it's not also like wrapped up in our own person. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I, I think saying goodbye to the show, it, it's for all the right reasons, and I'm, I'm really excited to move on to Diceology, mm-hmm. just just for the sheer fact of, like, it's been at least a month and a half since we played, and, like, I'm dying. I'm dying to, like, I'm with Sam. like yeah. I'm, I'm ready to get back into it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Should I move on <laughs> to the next question? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um let's do a funny thing that I thought of, which was <laughs> how do the seasons stack up? What's your guys' like oh rank the seasons and it can be this can be for any any fucking reason at all. I yeah. like
0: uh I guess I'll start. Um I, I'm I'll have to put one first because one was like that That was your baby. That was my baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to put it first. Uh-huh. Uh, And i probably put three and then two. But the thing is, is it's hard to say. Two was hard at times because it was like, it got really exhausting coming and playing a new game every time.
2: Learning Mm -hmm. a new game.
0: Yeah, learning. It was like learning and you learn a new game, build a new character, get in that character. Okay, now I'm in that character. What are their motivations? Things like that. I think we kind of had... It got easier when we played games like, uh, like Fall of Magic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it was like it was going on for a little bit longer. So we did
1: come back to that twice.
0: We did. We did come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that was, that was something. that was like, oh, you know, I River was a super interesting. I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I ever thought I'd ever play a character like River. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's he. He still kind of exists in like this dream space. I don't know.
1: It's weird. It was Well, that like, whole game is super dreamy. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just a weird, <laughs> it, was, it
0: was an interesting experience. But I think that, uh, yeah, I just think that two just didn't have the same, like, connectedness yeah. that I, like, really liked from uh, one and three. But I don't know, it's just me.
1: I think Will should go next because Will has the interesting, yeah. I, I don't, don't even count season two because I wasn't in it. I, I listened to a not, lot of the
3: episodes, but I didn't not listen worth all it. of them, <laughs> yeah. So, so just at, with season one, season three, head to head, um, I mean, it's super close because season one was like a great feeling of like we're starting this whole thing, it's brand new, we're all building it together, we're all like vibing and, and meshing, um. I think season three was my favorite because we took all those details that we'd yeah. done in season one and then we just like hit the ground running and we're like, yeah. everyone knows what the world is like, everyone knows what, like what's going on and you know, we can all pull from stuff and, and also that great thing, like a character would show up and we'd all recognize that character and we knew what the stakes were. Yeah. Um, so it was like a cool feeling to like, it was like, it's like, you know, a new hope empire strikes back. It's like comparing those two cuz yeah. New Hope is so great. Introduce this beautiful world and then Empire Strikes Back is like great. We know the stakes, we know the world. Let's, Let's go. like go do it. do it. Yeah. So that's how I would probably stack them.
2: It's so hard. <laughs> cuz for me like I have such love for season 2 because it was really fun. Like out of everyone here I've played RPGs the least. So it was really really fun for me to have that opportunity to be like Okay, new character, new thing. And it was really difficult to get into for sure, but in that kind of like more selfish aspect, I hold like such love for season two. But specifically about Saren, it's it's almost hard for me to in in my heart of hearts say that season three can rank above season one because the finale of season one, that shift that we all had, where it was like, oh, this war we've been alluding to, this blah, blah, blah. Like, Uh we all just kind of snapped into a place that was so different from the entire rest of the season that I can't, like, not acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it it was so crazy. Yeah. It was intense. It, It felt like the, like, coloring of the show shifted entirely. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was so profound to me that I can't, like, not almost say that season one. It's just, like...
4: <laughs> it's yeah. like
2: immeasurable almost but like yeah season three was amazing because you know we, we had all that story and we had all that connection and we mm-hmm. had all these stakes and the plot in general was like so 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 cool like they did a really 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 good job of rolling with everything thanks having like, a plot such as... <laughs> yeah. yeah, of writing things down <laughs> But Yeah, I don't know that just that just that last third of season one is just like so profound to me that I can't like not almost put it above a little bit. So yeah, that's my take.
1: i it. i never even thought about it that way. That's no. I, yeah, I, I actually think of season one of pre firebrands and post firebrands. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like yeah. firebrands, that section where the three players, the three characters are all split up is like its own weird thing in my head. But afterwards, that last third is. What made us even decide to split the party? Um, oh, it was
3: you getting injured, right? It was yeah, I like... needed a new class, and yeah. we were
1: like, "Doesn't make any fucking sense that suddenly he's a master swordsman or uh-huh, something." Like I right? need to go do stuff and figure yeah. stuff out. Um, I think for me, it kind of. I think my favorite is one. I think it goes in order. It's one, two, three. Actually, really. Yeah, because like even though I had like I had such a fun time with with season three, Return to Saren um but the the effort um required to um to pull all the disparate threads together mm-hmm. yeah my bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah my bad <laughs> um but like to like there are things about it that also, maybe I'm just the most harshly critical of it because I GM'd it. Is the other thing. It's like that's there's totally this cares. thing where I'm just like, yeah. "Fuck! Why did I introduce this character? This uh, this other person could have served that purpose just as well, maybe even better." Like mm-hmm. there are things that I would go back and just like hack out and like th- replace and all of this this sort of stuff. So I'm the most critical of it. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's also easy to look back on season one with like roast Rose. Rose so that's why it's essence. number one yeah. for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know the first four episodes are pretty rough <laughs> yeah yeah, because you know? yeah. those first yeah
0: the first bit was God. and we would get so
3: sweaty in that room oh yeah in the old recording oh. yes yeah, so
0: um,
1: but like um but there is the, there is the turn there is like the firebrands into season into the the last ba- back half of the season that is yeah. just so magical for me like when like we were like really really hit the ground running like yeah. because like you made that joke like haha there's no story but like There is a story. Mm -hmm. It just started at episode nine after Thorne, like, blew everything up, right? Like, that's, like, that's when the story started. And then we actually, like, really went, like, 90 miles an hour. I'm, like, really
0: excited for episodic. And, uh, Um, so, actually, I don't really know how much we've revealed, so you might have to cut this part out.
1: (laughs) Uh, But... The Just say it. It's fine. Like, it's What set... are we trying to hide? We're trying to sell people on this. Come listen to the new show, Diceology. It's, <laughs> selfishly, it's set in space,
0: which yeah. is something that, as a person, I don't really have a lot of experience with. And mm-hmm. a lot of the reason that this was set in fantasy is because I'm like addicted to fantasy <laughs> in an unhealthy way. <laughs>
1: I already have a whole page on magic in the Diceology world, so don't you worry. Yeah, I know, I know, but... <laughs> But like, Are you going something... to make a scabbard for
3: it? Oh, I already have. <laughs> Whoa. I want to read it. <laughs> I'll, I'll share it. You I'll know I
0: read the scabbard. I, I know
1: you read the scabbard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something that I, like, and maybe even it would be cool to GM, like, a couple of one-offs mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in the new, uh, in Diceology, is that I really liked GMing. There's something that you lose when you have to do a long-form story like we did. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, after episode 9, for me, I really love doing the, the quest style. Like, yeah. the video game side quest style.
1: Like when we were in Napeville. Napeville's yeah. a Nateville, highlight.
0: Napeville, for me, was my favorite thing to GM that we yeah. did. Okay. It, like, on top of everything. Like, oh, easily over anything else we did that season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, something that has to do with the fact that it's just, that's just my GMing style. But I love the idea of, like, you explore this one arc...
3: And then that's it. That arc is gone. Yeah, and then you can also say later down the road, like, you remember that crazy adventure we had? Like, you <laughs> yeah. remember that? Remember that thing we did?
0: Yeah, and I think that something, something that uh, <clears throat> you lose just the, the second half of season one lost almost in a way that made it a lot better to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> is like the ability to like go do those things. Yeah, because then it was like, oh wow, shit, we like have important work that we have to do it's like almost like right. a book right you know?
1: in season three i i made time for for Wim like yeah. basically like that was that was like my one time i could give away to like
0: yeah and, it, and it, that has nothing to do with you that has everything to do with you know it's just a
1: we just had to get through a, we yeah. had to get through the story it's the reality of a long-form story <laughs> is that
0: you can't just have your guys just like go do
1: things mm-hmm. all the time that don't make any sense to the plot unless that's the structure of <laughs> the show the show Uh, anyways um (laughs) but yeah but part of the reason i love season two so much is actually kind of that thing where we got to tell a bunch of complete stories and really not care next week like yeah that is one of the nice things about it is that like you know we did follow and that was heavy and cool and great and then we just were like Bye. Next week we're going to be in a bookstore mm-hmm. with Harry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, super fun. You know. Yeah, definitely. I and think, yeah, and I thought we did some of, um, some of our like really some really really good work in that f- in season two. Like just as just as like improvisers. Yeah. And it's part of the reason it broke my heart that Will wasn't there. Like halfway through season two, I was like, "Fuck, we should have just done like a long form game and waited, like, <laughs> just <laughs> to do this with Will." Yeah, you know? Yeah um like some of this like fall of magic is a real high point like i cannot i listened recently to the southern mafia in the gilded district that sam and i did that <laughs> just oh that shit like Come i don't next. know if i've ever been that funny in my life before <laughs> <or> since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: no that was that was really fun
1: so yeah i think for me it's definitely one, one two three, three. yeah that's and maybe that would change so critical see that really highlights the differences
0: i'm like one is my favorite because i made
1: it and i'm over here like three is my least favorite because i made it (laughs) (laughs) um so kind of building off of this i would love to just like get like favorite both everybody's like favorite episodes and favorite moments if you can pin down episodes i know that might be tough break down the
2: podcast app here.
1: Uh well I already talked about it but I really loved Naperville Naperville was great yeah that one's really special because that's when we hit our stride yeah it's like the it's f- like the first time yeah. we managed to like really tell like a really strong story I remember yeah. walking away from that session feeling really good yeah, yeah. Like, that and then so great and we it was also we did it in one day de- one night it was like the whole thing yeah a yeah. whole arc was really the hilarious thing is literally that i felt that exact same way i went to bed just like yes 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 i woke up the next morning i was like i'm just gonna edit it now fuck it it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah. And i open it up and the audio is like destroyed and i just oh, i literally no. cried at my desk i was just like no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well you we saved it so I, I i did my best but um yeah. yeah that those episodes are really good yeah for Na- sure
0: nateville is definitely special to me and then uh Oh man, there's a lot. Just, uh, I, I liked. I liked follow for other reasons. Uh, in in a way, where it's like, okay, I the listeners don't understand this, but every time I play an RPG that has not been the podcast, I played like the stealth guy who's like funny and mischievous and basically just me irreverent, <laughs> a little cheered into a character, which I never really played, and maybe. We'll see what I do in season two, uh, or in or in diceology. In diceology, yeah. we'll see what I do there. But um, I've man, there's so many good moments. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed playing. Um, God, what was his name? My evil character, Voth. Yeah, I enjoyed playing Voth. That was fun. I liked being evil for a couple shows. That was really interesting. And then yeah. I think uh, in season two, just like. I I already mentioned it or in season three, but I really liked the uh the first few episodes that we were all together. And I also liked Dane exploring uh Oto. I think mm-hmm. that was great. That recording was really was really good and it was yeah. light. And it was, you and I it was sitting really down nice. to do that was awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. I wish there again, I wish there had been enough time to do one with Will. Yeah.
3: Um, I really like just like moments were great when we built the second wind for the first time and we were like, all came up with that and we're like flying through and we like first touched down in, in old Lone Tree. Yeah. You, getting to explore that area was great. I really like when, um, when we were doing uh, firebrands for a while. The first time. The first time and um, Thorn and Duncan met up oh and they had that chase yeah that little chase oh (laughs) the The euro stand stand. stand? and then they spent a day like hanging out yeah that was like a really cool moment as well
1: oh stealing the second wind before it flew yeah duncan and duncan and thorn stealing stuff that was
3: going into the tower
0: after oh the tower was yeah the tower tower was was really good (laughs) introducing flog as a war as a element. That was one of my favorite things I did as GM. That just stuck. I just forced it. I really, I really pushed that on you guys. I was like, there's this thing called Flog. You guys were like, we don't care. I was like, no, no, no. no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and, and Tup Tup. Oh, yeah, Tup yeah, tup tup, yeah.
3: <laughs> tup tup Flog. Yeah, and the Gatorade. Yeah.
0: Golems. Yeah. Oh, the golems. And
3: they add those little flourishes, those yeah. little touches in there. we are always good. Mm-hmm. And uh, in season two, I really liked um, Our Mundane Supernatural Life. That's a good it's one. one of my favorites. It gave me a real, like, Scott Pilgrim vibe of, yeah. like, this world that looks like our world, but is a little off and has these, like, funny sort of cartoonish elements to it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I really liked that. Yeah. those That was really fun. And actually, to pitch all of that to Diceology, if you liked Our Mundane Supernatural Life, Natalie's coming on to Diceology as a regular um, player. So... Um. look forward to her because she's Fun. fantastic. Do you like me and Will? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Why are you here? If you don't like Sam and Will and their bits yeah, there's a lot like of Sam and Will content fucking, on this show. Do you hate
3: listening? <laughs> you gotta scrub through a lot of the episodes to yeah. not get
0: Christ.
2: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I mean and it's not even like an episode but like We've kind of talked about it already, but in the first season when the three of us meet up again, like that just felt so good as a player and then being able to like re-listen to it too. Like, I don't know, it it just felt so like, it's really easy for characters to get lost in a world, I feel like, and it's really easy for if they're not together that it almost feels like meaningless, their relationship, and then you're like, oh, I guess they're together again. But no, it felt like... A genuine reunion and i really 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 like that in the first season but yeah and i really like navigating lone tree in the first season i thought that that was really really cool because we're in this place that duncan is from and there's this impending doom and, and duncan forgot his relationships with
1: people and that's why his best friend was <laughs> oh and you ended up like fucking, oh that's oh, great so oh. funny <laughs> about... hey it gave that character an arc yeah exactly <laughs> Greg, just been pete. Whatever. Yeah. are pete, pete. pete and greg two different characters yes are they the
3: same yes What's yes the they are what is who's very greg little in? very very, uh, little. very who is yeah. greg <laughs> it must be the same guy <laughs> <laughs> my best childhood friend
2: <laughs> oh no oh.
3: hey man hey, hey guy,
2: guy. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Uh-huh. but yeah as far as like parts of the season those are Two of my favorite things. Um, I loved Fall of Magic wow. so very much. It was so cool. It was just really nice to, you know, have this scroll in front of us and we can just kind of be, you know, listening to each other talk about these scenes and decide, like, okay, well, what's my character going to do next? And, like, I only have this amount of choices, too, because I'm going third. And, yeah, it was it was just really fun to see how this pre-laid-out thing could become so unique And, you know, obviously we were going for, like, very, like, Miyazaki, like, this feels like my... Well, Taylor and I will.
1: Sam was not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think because like i don't know he has well, some like very... an old
1: fisherman that was also <laughs> very <laughs> well, rich I don't well really sam know. was going wes anderson honestly yeah, that, yeah you were going really true. wes anderson yeah. but those which
2: those moods interlock pretty interlock, well
1: yeah.
0: I, I was very inspired by uh oh yeah because i was very inspired by the life aquatic with mm-hmm. that character.
1: Yep. yeah yeah you were yeah you were going wes anderson Sisu, yeah and taylor and i were going ghibli yep hardcore ghibli <laughs> so, yeah, those words don't mean anything they should <laughs> Everybody just unsubscribed
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, you know what? we got him here, so you know yeah, it's fine at this point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my season two. and then season three. Oh, that's hard. I don't know. I really like the quiet year.
1: Yeah, the first, like, six episodes where we're just covering a whole year's worth of time, Mm -hmm. that was really cool.
2: I just enjoyed that. It was
1: also nice,
3: too, even though we did split up near the end where Brim and I went off, I feel like Etni
1: and Duncan got way closer. Yeah. You guys needed the time. Yeah. And Brim needed the time to matter. Like, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, half, most, the main reason we did that was because I came in and was talking to Sam when we were talking about switching over, Gmington. it's like, look, we gotta take some time to make people care about Brim. Yeah. Because the other two characters will have had a whole season's worth of time to develop. So, kind of crammed that. (laughs) I think it worked pretty well, Yeah, the
2: payoff was really, good. I thought it was great.
0: And I think the payoff was also making, like, my family a relevant piece.
1: Mm -hmm. Totally. So that
0: made, like, so that Brim's motivations just didn't seem, like, completely off the wall.
1: No, yeah, because we got to spend like, I guess at the end of that, that's going to be about a fifth of the season is uh-huh. you hanging out with just your family. Uh-huh. Yeah, And so a fifth of the season, we get to see all these characters. And I mean, like, is the obvious one who stuck around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and got really mixed up with everybody else. But I think it's, at the end, your choices to save characters we hadn't seen on screen in such a long time still made sense. Yeah. So I, I thought those were that was really good.
3: Did you have Vea in mind as a love interest for Duncan from the beginning? Or was that did that yes. sort of take shape? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> he thought about it like he was gonna say something else, but yes.
1: Yeah, no <laughs> I don't know exactly if love interest is the exact way uh-huh. I would frame it. She was always framed around going after Duncan. Mm. Uh, if that makes sense. Like politically she yeah, was yeah, always yeah. going to go after a marriage with Duncan. Like that was a hundred percent a thing mm-hmm. um i was curious to see if that would work um and uh and like entirely if it was going to be like a real thing or if it was going to like fizzle out it yeah, yeah. was entirely hinging on that first date legitimately yeah. like i was like ah let's see how this goes yeah yeah um so okay wait do i have to answer is that me i don't know did you answer i don't think i answered who answered taylor answered mm-hmm. okay Favorite episodes and moments from season one. Um, I have a soft spot for season for episode two because <laughs> it had the Tina shit in it. Yeah, yeah. iconic. Um, I Tina? have love that. Love that. Yes. Um, what, what can I get you? That's really that's really good. Um, I got I got five in, rooms. You, <laughs> to, you want five rooms? No.
3: I
4: need two.
1: Two rooms for three people. Three rooms. <laughs> People. Um no, but the uh, that that was that was really good. Um when I love the scene of the the, the original uh, second three secondary heroes breaking up but right before we start playing firebrands for yeah. real. I love the breakup. Yeah. I love the breakup so much. I don't know why yeah. I love the breakup to death. Um and then season... we were all at like a table in a field. Yeah. Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah.
0: It's, like it's weird y'all um was so, so weird because you guys had nowhere to go uh-huh. so you guys you we, we all made it. up yeah. <laughs> places to go yeah. you guys you guys all did it and then you're like w- just walked in different directions in mm-hmm. like the forest
1: yeah basically yeah yeah i walked down to the coast duncan picked a direction and then yeah. he went back to the tower like yeah that was i like,
3: imagined it was like Like a raised area above the ocean, so like a lot of rocks, and then up, and it's just flat with like long grasses. Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's how I imagine there's like a
0: there, there was woods behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the city was like decently close, you guys, like you could see it like in Mm -hmm. the
1: distance. Yeah, but um, from season two, I actually have a weird soft spot for um, No Boundaries, the bookstore game. (laughs) Like, I don't know why I like that one, but like, listening back on it, like, I don't know if it's just the fact that harry and sam are so goddamn funny in that in that pair of episodes (laughs) or what but that one's who did i even play you played some dumbass like high school kid high school kid you like got into into the easter bunny outfit and fell from the roof. you (laughs) described it
2: like (laughs) (laughs) the guy who passed out in the nuggets oh yeah
0: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had a video of the week. Yeah. In season two, we had the video We had the video of the week because I was hosting the sports radio show at the same time. That was the bit that I would do oh, yeah. every week.
1: Um, I loved oh. our mundane supernatural life so much. Um, but I don't know. Again, I don't know how much that is. Just Natalie is my friend, and I hadn't seen her in a long time. Right. So that was really nice. Um, season three, um, this isn't episodes because, again, I'm not... I'm not even done yet, Um, but season three, doing the first, sitting down for the first time with Sam, and then sitting down for the first time with Taylor and Will, and going back to the world, um, was both so scary, because I took over for Sam, um, and it was literally magical, because like Will said, we just got run, like suddenly, like suddenly we were like in it, like we'd never stopped, it was so cool
2: that was crazy so so yeah cool. that
1: was really cool so especially uh, it was also especially fun to watch sam's character brim come to life after he and i had spent four hours in a coffee shop like putting him together on paper yeah. like all the work we put into that my dogs don't appreciate but i appreciate it <laughs> so but yeah watching that come to life was kind of was really really wonderful yeah
0: that was a long day in that coffee shop. That was
1: a long day. We got free pastries through there. We for did. Day. We were there so long.
0: They just <laughs> gave you food?
1: Yeah. Well, they we got, they were closing. Yeah. <laughs> we got there at, like, noon and didn't leave until closing at, like, 6 yeah. or something like it was that. was, like, 5, I think. It maybe wasn't it, maybe it wasn't for 6, but yeah. Um, yeah. What was... Okay. Two questions left. We got this. We fucking got this. What was the toughest part of the whole show? And not, not necessarily even, um, in, it, like, narratively or whatever, but just what was hard about doing the show?
0: It was hard, it was hard at the beginning and throughout season two in some ways, so it was just, like, it was hard to be like, oh my god, like, I need to, I, like... I need to do this. Like it, it's, it's hard to be committed to something when sometimes you're just not quite feeling it. And I think mm-hmm. that's just like the reality of the situation. It's like, sometimes you're just like, man, I gotta go do this. But then once you're in it, it's fine. But it's like, it's hard to like get like for that first half an hour when you're like warming up and you're like mm-hmm. trying to get into it. And like, especially in season two when it was just like, it took a lot more work to build up cause we didn't have like that initial groundwork to build on top of. Right. I think that that was like, that was the most difficult part. I think also GMing was really hard. <laughs> Just as a general statement, like coming, it, especially at the beginning, it was like, I didn't really know where we were going. With the story. I was kind yeah. of built a world. I was like feeling it out. I was like, what hooks they want to grab. I was like, mm, okay, I didn't nudge you guys forward enough. And I think it got kind of difficult to be like, how do I, how do I like move them on to like the next thing? Like, what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. When do I take them out of the tutorial and put them in the world? Basically. Yeah. yeah,
2: That's a good way to put it.
1: Yeah. Also, you, you adjusted your GMing style through mm-hmm. the first season. Yeah. Because early on there were literal bounty boards like in a video game, which is uh-huh. a thing that actually works if you're in just like a normal day to day game. But that's not a thing that works if you're trying to like tell a story. Yeah. So like you, you had to, you were learning so, so much. Yeah. I got to learn by care. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, lots of <laughs> lots of trial trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: the hardest part for me was because I feel like me myself, I play kind of goofy, lighthearted. So when things needed to get really serious, um, that was like. It was it took me a while to learn like how to flip that switch to be like play the moments, like honestly. And even though Duncan is a goofy character, so he can be goofy in his moments, still play them the same. And I feel like I did a pretty good job, but whenever those the romantic stuff came up, I like we would we would have scenes where it was like Vea would be talking and Dane would be vaya <laughs> I would be I would be like, Hey, like this started as a political marriage but I care about you and like I want to know what's going on I couldn't even look Dane in the eyes I would like I, I'm the same I, way yeah. I'm the same way which is fucking
1: hilarious because you yeah. do the most acting of any of us uh, like, and I in would, a day to day way yeah
3: and I would try and like do it but I would just be like looking down be, like, be, like yes Vaya, I also have these feelings but meanwhile I'd be like looking at like I, I it's like burned in my mind the image of Sam's arm because because yeah because Sam's arm would always be in the same location like you, and I would just be looking at it while I was in these like really serious moments. I could not make eye contact. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I'm with
0: Will yeah. on this one, especially in season one when I was cheating. Uh huh, and uh, uh, <laughs> Etni and Thorne would have like a like an in depth, like very like close scene. I just like pull my phone,
1: in. <laughs> I'd be like, Yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like no, I love you too. So much. So
4: <laughs> much.
3: Um and I think that that was more like a thing of like you take you bring from the real world and you're like, oh, I didn't know we were going to get this like serious. Um but I'm glad we had those
1: moments cuz this series is so much stronger for them. Yeah. Cuz you so. got you got there. Like yeah, yeah. when yeah. you were like when you put your and Veya's relationship on hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember after that recording You, me, and Sam went to like fucking get Wendy's at like midnight because you were just like, "I'm so sorry, I fucked it up." (laughs) And I'm sitting here saying that was
3: better than anything I had in mind. Yeah, it's like I couldn't get to that like emotional place, but you got to play that honesty, and then it for sure brings it out. Yeah. So that yeah, you got there. Uh My opinion, you got there. Yeah, that was the hardest part, but it was worth it.
2: Yeah. I have a question I want to ask, but like I'm gonna know because I'm gonna to listen to the finale, but obviously I wasn't present for it. How did Brim and Duncan feel about Etney? Oh well
3: Oh uh, yeah, I guess we do talk about it very yeah. briefly. At the very beginning after you die, we talk about like um Dane asks, it's like, how are you guys feeling? I think I said that Duncan was okay with it. Yeah, Because he got to talk to you before you left. It wasn't like you were just gone.
4: Because
3: yeah. we had, got to have a talk, and he saw Thor, and he's like, I know she's happy. Like, I know this is the best possible outcome that could have happened. And now the only thing that's left for us to do is, like, go finish what she started. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, like, go. Yeah. I think,
0: yeah, Brim had a similar uh, sentiment uh, that was kind of like... Well, I don't know. Brim was also in a very unique situation. That was, like, he himself, yeah. Had, yeah, he kind of knew a little bit about death and he chose the route to, like, never die. And, you know, what like, that decision he was like, well it's it just, like, I think he was just still coming to terms with the fact of, like, what does life mean mm-hmm. to someone who's like that? And, like, I think it was just kind of, like, it was more of, like, a, a determination. It's like, similar to what Will just said, was, you know, we need to, like, make sure we finish, like, what she started, what she sacrificed herself for, Mm -hmm. things like that.
2: Yeah. For sure.
0: It was definitely bittersweet. And then, our goodbyes scene was was so, so (laughs) tough. (laughs) And now I'm remembering...
3: (laughs) I remember that halfling girl we picked up oh my like, oh. god <laughs> we yeah. had a scene where we were like we're like hey you jumped on way too late like, like i'm sure That's incredible i'm sure we could have been great friends and everything i'm sure you could have been a valued member of the party but we're like 30 seconds from midnight here so we just like what? dropped her <laughs> off somewhere
1: yeah because i remember I, I i didn't expect you guys to take her i uh-huh. i thought you guys were just gonna either like let it happen and be like wow pal or Caspian sucks uh-huh. and like she, she was literally kind of supposed to be there to kind of just represent what was going on. Oh, okay. I did not expect you to be like, ah, come on. And then I was I like, was oh, like... you shouldn't have come on. You're
3: <laughs> jumping into a thing that's like years in the <laughs> When minute you minute invited minute. her on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's been a while since we had a new person and it's really throwing it, throwing the chemistry yeah. off. So sorry you had to come in like see us like this. <laughs> that's really funny. I
2: don't know. I think the toughest part as a character, was one, you know, navigating being a trio because Etni was such an isolationist (laughs) as a person. (laughs) So it was so crazy in the first season to navigate, you know, am I totally standoffish? Am I, like, disinterested? How much have I grown to care about these two people in actuality? And then in season... Three, like oh not only does Etni need to learn how to be a friend she needs to learn how to be a leader which is something that she has never had on her radar whatsoever so that was very difficult to navigate um but like really 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 valuable too because I don't know like It was hard. It was really, really hard, especially when she had to do the trials by herself and like all this really, really important stuff. But I don't know. It it just felt like she came full circle, like she did her growth, but she also stayed like really true to herself. So that was the hardest part to navigate. Um, But obviously, in hindsight, it was really, really awesome. Um, As a player, kind of like what. Sam was touching on with just like the headspace of playing and everything like you know I would I would have my like drive up here to like recenter and like get ready and like all that stuff but I don't know like it was it was really really difficult to not you know have those days where it was like I would like to go to bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to eat some dinner and go to bed right now. <laughs> but, you know, the, the commitment and the knowing that it, it's not like it was a task by any means. It's just, you know, humans being humans, you know, working is hard. School is hard. Early 20s are hard. They just are. But, yeah, like I said, it, it was never a task by any means. It was just something that I haven't really had to flex yeah. In a while, is that kind of compartmentalizing in a way? So yeah,
1: I I could talk about like the the like there are tough things. Editing's tough. Writing music's tough. Um, hosting is tough. Like yeah, barreling home. Yeah, cooking, picking you guys up if if you needed it. Like <laughs> yeah, it always could talk, feeds us. They I could talk best. about I could talk about like that sort of stuff that's tough. But I think literally the the, the one thing that that the literally the hardest thing to play, like mechanically getting in the right headspace for me, was the dragon. Because mm. um, so badly did I want things to like... I, like so badly do I secretly... Like it may not sound like it yeah, on the yeah. show, but like so badly do I want the story to go Happy. well. And <laughs> yeah. for these characters that I've also gotten super attached to, to have the things they want. And normally... Normally I'm like, I'm splitting my energy between like, oh, I got to make sure that there's challenges and move the story along and cause conflict, but also give him stuff. And to turn off that entire, like give him stuff part of my brain and just be like, take it, yeah, take the lodestone yeah. shield. Don't, don't let him make you feel bad about it. Like <laughs> blow up the school, like kill this person, that like send them such- to hell, <laughs> break his ancestral weapon. Right. Just like to over God. and over and over again, have to just be like, no, these are the numbers. This is the thing that's happening. Be brutal. Like, that was really, really tough. Like, just yeah. to stay in that headspace for four hours was was just really hard. That was hard. Probably the hardest thing. So, does anybody else have any other questions they want to pitch before we get to the last question? I don't think so. No, no? Yeah, I don't think so. All right. So, the last question is... What's next?
0: <laughs> Follow us, Diceology Pod, <laughs> on Twitter. Subscribe.
3: Yeah, I'm really excited. I want to do sci-fi. I love sci-fi just as much as fantasy, but never played it in an RPG. I'm also excited to just play a character that's not like Duncan at all. <laughs> um, but you know, will still allow me to like you know have fun, be funny, have, you know, have a good character, but is very different than what I've played before. And also explore, like, all these worlds is great, too.
2: I'm really excited. Um, With Natalie stepping in, um, I'm taking a slight step back. I'm still involved. I will still be recording. um, Just not at the same frequency. Um, So what I'm really excited about is what my, quote, guest characters could be like. Like, especially in a more sci-fi setting. I'm like super pumped about that.
3: <laughs> Taylor plays a ship's computer. She's the, the Yeah, AI stuff like that. Interface. Like
2: <laughs> straight up though. Like I I love just, I don't know. I I just love storytelling so much. So just having the opportunity to have a little bit separation will I think make it a little bit more fun for the characters that you do see when I am recording. And yeah the the only other camp well I paid a played a couple campaigns but the only other one that i did with like a group of people where they'd come over and we'd play was a star wars campaign and it was so fun like so freaking fun so i'm really pumped about that change of setting for sure
0: uh yeah i think i'm i'm really i'm really stoked about the idea of um just just like being able to do side quests and i think Nothing is set in stone yet, but (laughs) I think the plan is of now is that you'll have, you know, you'll have one shots, but you'll also have kind of continuing, uh, continuing characters that Mm -hmm. keep coming back, uh, that have like their own thing. And me and Will will be one of those people, one of those groups. Uh, and I think for that, I'm really excited because one, it's just, I'm really excited for the whole idea of side questing and things like that it's also just gonna give a really fun opportunity to be like, to just like do like funny and silly and goofy and then like also have a little bit of seriousness sprinkled in, but not have the same weight that Saren had. Where it's like, yeah. we like where
1: Saren got so heavy at the Yeah, end. it did yeah. get really
0: heavy. And I think that <clears throat> it's kind of nice because I think that uh, I could be totally wrong here, but uh, <clears throat> I think Dane in the, <laughs> in the other episodes that me and Will are not in will do a lot of, like, that more heavy emotional stuff. So it just gives a little Rob bit more freedom <laughs> to work. I know, that's well, just the,
1: that's just the vibe. It depends, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, And I think I'm what I'm really excited for is the fact that um, it's a new world. Mm-hmm. That's super because It's always so fucking exciting. Yeah. Um, but also the fact that we get to play so many cool games. Yeah. Like, I... I cannot wait to do some of that stuff. It, it'll also let us like, like Sam was saying, flex a bunch of more creative muscles. Yeah. Cause if it's an anthology there and there are, I'll just break it down for you. They're playing right now. Could change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's going to be two ongoing stories. One with me and Natalie, one with me, Sam and Will and interspersed in all of that will be just parts of the world. Just on a, just on a completely different planet. We're just going to tell the story of the, these people there. And that's just for a couple episodes but that'll also let us like flex different muscles like we can we can be more comedic, we can be um more like romantic, f- high flying adventure. And the thing I think I'm most excited about is to be able to like legitimately flex my horror muscle mm. which yes. I never got to do on our show on level 1, but I am definitely going to Holiday do Holiday specials.
0: Real. I'm very excited
1: for that. <sighs> yeah. No, That's I it's going to be really cool. The freedom of the show is the thing I'm yeah, most excited. Yeah. The freedom
0: about. is really going to be nice. Like the freedom where it's like I could potentially approach Dan one day and be like, Hey, I want to GM one, Mm -hmm. one one shot. Absolutely. A thing that could happen. Yeah. And you could put that on. I have like this idea for the storyline and then, you know, it's great that we can mix up the cast.
1: Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something we haven't even fucking talked about. Like I'm, we're really looking at having a bigger cast. Mm -hmm. We're collaborating with people. It's just more and I'm excited about it. Um, so I'll just kind of wrap things up. Um, just again, don't forget that if you really do, did like level one, you liked Saren, you liked season two, stories for Spring. You didn't like them. If you didn't still come hang out with us. Come along. You know what? If you want to keep hate listening, keep hate listening. You know, (laughs) you can follow us, um, our new show at Diceology Pod on Twitter, and you can probably subscribe to the show right now. Um,
0: logo pending.
1: Logo pending. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, on, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And then, um, I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure that I'm going to put more promos and some stuff in this feed, um, a little while after this episode comes out, just so that you know to come visit us at Diceology. Um, and I just want to say thank you to all three of you. This has been fucking amazing. Yeah. That's um, wow, love this. Um, thanks to everybody who came and guested. Thank you to, mm-hmm. um, my wonderful, um, Uh, partner and roommates who constantly get the hell out of the house so we can (laughs) record this show um i'd like to say thanks to um (laughs) tabletopaudio.com um who and and all of the other people who helped make this show happen um we've been here for the role playing not so much the rolling thanks for listening